Why have I got horns? Oh no. Oh well. How are you? Hope you're fine. This is the Shaggy Show. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three. Good luck, studio. episode of the Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti. How are you doing? I'm all right. So what's this episode going to be about? Well, it's about music. And we've got Lee with us. Hi, Lee. How are you doing? Hello. I'm fine. It's, it's a little smidge. Well, it's not that early. It's past the hour of 10. But um, and, uh, yeah. Early for us. We usually do it in the afternoon. But, yes. Um, yeah. But I uh, guess, uh, well, glad to have you back. We're we're going to talk about 2001 this time, the big hits in the UK and the US, and um, I, th- I think I think it's a bit of a mixture. So let's run the theme music, and when we come back, we'll jump into 2001, see if it's a space oddity. <laughs> Stupid thing to say. Um, right. <laughs> Darling, it's the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> yes, well, it's a positive thing, Paul. The High Life, the Shy Life. I mean, I'll go anywhere for potato. Delicious. Hello, campers. How are you? You quite like a big bang, don't you? Good gracious. Well, that's a wonder. Oh, yippee. Go Shy Yeti. Oh, he hasn't found out my secret. Maybe he has. I love the Yeti test. It's my favourite thing. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. Yeah, I am strangely drawn to Yeti Uncle John's ankles as well. <laughs> I could eat more body weight in crisps <laughs> every day. Has anyone seen my hot sausage? It's all green and juicy. Yum, 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 yum. Here comes the grizzly. It's the Shy Life Podcast. I can't wait for it to begin. <laughs> I'd like that. Yeah. Look, mommy, I'm famous. Marvellous. Marvellous, Paul. Hi there. And we're back. Yes. So, um, Lee, before we move into 2001, um, do you have any top tips for 2023? Are there any songs you're listening to at the moment that you're 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 particularly enjoying? I, I, I have got quite a lot of songs. Um, I keep adding songs to my playlist. Um, mm, I well, I'm I'm in, album wise, I'm enjoying. Um, um jake shears album yes um that's rather rather groovy as the kids say i can't remember where i've listened to the whole thing um uh, i'm stuck on about three or four tracks like um voices and last man dancing and some of the ones that were a bit older because there's one or two songs on there that he released the singles a couple of years ago that have, have um um 
t- um, do the television. That's quite an old one, but that's yes, moved it onto the album. But, it yeah. has, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm liking that. Um, sort of tracks wise, I have a bit of a love hate relationship with Billy Porter, the actor slash mm. um, singer, but he does have a couple of good songs out. Uh, I also discovered a new single by Debbie Gibson called "Love Don't Care." It's a bit tacky, but it's quite fun. Oh, um, do you know? I love a bit of that and that album. That single was lifted off her last album called The Body Remembers, mm. which is a very good album. That was from ooh, last year, early last oh. year. Yeah, it's kind of like her um, return to, to pop music, and it was kind of done in uh, lockdown. And so it's very, mm. um, she said, I wanted to party music. Um, so, yeah, that is a good, yeah. Yeah, that sort of popped out right, quite recently. Like, it was very new, but maybe it's just, maybe YouTube's a little bit behind, or maybe the video, maybe they've been a bit behind doing the... Um... I think she kind of, the, I think it's 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 a new video. Mm. Um, I think she was kind of like, oh, right, let's just do another one from this. Mm. Uh, let's get it out there. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and somebody sent me a song called Paradise Calling by Birdie. I quite like that. I don't know much about Birdie, but I like that. Um, that song and Elevator Eyes by uh, Tovalo. That's I think that might be quite new. I, I quite like that as well. So well, we're we're going to jump back twenty two years um, to two thousand and one now. So um, the we'll start with the, the UK singles. We 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 start with as we finished in two thousand with Can We Fix It by Bob the Builder. Mm. Um, yeah, not a great start, but uh, um, I mean, I, I mean, does I want, does Bob the Builder even still get? I mean, the, kids' TV isn't like what it was, where it was it, <laughs> it stuck away on some digital channel. Yeah, they have specific channels for the children now. I think it's still around in some form or another. I think they've rebooted it and whatever they do nowadays. I think it's CGI now. I think um, it used to be stop motion, didn't it, Bob yeah. the Builder? Um, yeah, and, um, it, but it was very popular, I believe. Um, so we'll move straight on to the first number one. Of, we're we're back to that situation where. Well, I don't think it's quite as bad as last year. There are a few songs that were sort of three or four weeks, whereas in 2000 we were getting a lot of one-week number ones. The next one, though, is 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 a num- number one for just one week. Um, it's "Touch Me" by Rude Silver featuring Cassandra. Now, sh- would I remember that one? If I, if I, I, I think you would. It was it was um, it was um, very very dancey it was very mm. of that kind of like genre of of um sort of euro housey type thing that was very popular yeah. mm-hmm. uh, sure i would um and the next one um after that is love don't cost a thing by jennifer lopez okay i do I do remember that one um it's it's, it's not that's not her first one, though, is it? That was a bit earlier. Um, no, this was I, this was this was all the, this was her Jenny from the Block era, mm, wasn't it? And mm-hmm. um, chucking, I think the video she's like chucking stuff as she's walking down the street. Um, I, I think some of her early singles, I, I I might remember, but they just might not have made number one because um, I definitely remember um one or two from a year or two uh, earlier when she first started um my favorite one was that play where, where, where she where, where okay she, where yeah she first, um play that 
So play that Rudy Doody song, oh. Rudy Doody's. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and of course, yes. Look at the box that I got. <laughs> yeah, don't be, don't be something by don't be confused by the rocks that have got <laughs> fooled i don't know it was something that was when she was there yeah. how 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 time has gone around in a circle because at that time she was part of benifer mm. and now she is now again part of benifer is she now she's know. remarried him and uh, they are she now yeah did they marry the first time or were they just part were they just partners for, i think they time? were like they would be they were promised to each other oh. for, and <laughs> that but it, then it never happened oh. um, but now they are the union is complete benefer yeah. is is with us once again oh, it's a little bit of romance on the shallow podcast probably a little bit late with the show being news but never mind this is why we have this is why we have we have lee on the show because he knows all this stuff um uh, our next number one is for two weeks. Uh, not a f- not a favourite. Um, I'm afraid not for me anyway. Uh, Rolling by Limp Biscuit. Um, oh okay, yeah, not yeah, not really my thing, but I do remember it. Um, rolling, rolling, rolling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's very yeah that it was very that's very um, straight boy yeah. music. That although I don't, this, I, I think I don't mind. Some limp biscuit. I think there's one limp biscuit song that I don't mind. The one that he did for that film Gothica with uh, Halle Berry. I think it's behind Blue Eyes or something like uh, that. Mm. Mm. I can have that title, but I'm not sure if if I'm not thinking of another song. But uh, well, the next number one is um, uh, number one for four weeks. It's um, Hole Again by Atomic Kitten. Um, oh, okay. Back back when the original lineup, or was it around this time that that that, um, that, that Jenny? Fr- yeah, it was the controversy, wasn't it? It was like um, Kerry Katona had like, God, oh, you know what? I'm not doing this anymore, babes. I'm off. And um, then, so they, and then it went to number one with the Jenny Frost version, mm. with the cut and pasting Kerry out of the video and <laughs> replacing it with Jenny Frost. <laughs> Okay. I never got overexcited by, by Atomic Kitten, but I think they did one or two singles, maybe later on, one that I quite like, and I think I did end up buying their albums. I can't remember if they did two or more, but... Uh, they did a uh, few, I think. They did mm. about four, and they did have some good songs. Mm. They did a lot of covers, which wasn't so mm. so good, yeah. but when, you know, they did have some really good good tracks. Um, and I think they're still, they're still around doing mm. the kind of... Um, nostalgia circuit, and but there's only two of them. There's mm. only there's mm. only um, um, Natasha, Natasha, mm. and um, uh, what's the other one called? Natasha, Liz, um, and then sometimes Jenny Frost joins them, mm. um, and Kerry did join them back for a little bit, and then re- re- left very swiftly after. <laughs> mm. Um. Well, the um, the number one following hole again left pretty swiftly. Um, although I think this this wasn't this one that was a bit controversial for being a bit rank. Um, it wasn't me by Shaggy featuring Ricardo, Rack Rock, Rick Rock. Just, yeah, yeah. I think back in the day when it was number one, everybody loved it and was singing along to it. But in hindsight, now 
the lyrics are slightly iffy and it's not a particularly pleasant vibe to it, isn't it? It's kind of like, yeah, got away with it and there's nothing you could do about it. So whatever. Um, and, not, um, I mean, it's amazing he had as many hits as he did because wasn't, um, wasn't, um, Mr. Uh, what was his first, what was the early one? Mr. Boombastic. But that, yes. was, that, that was a later one, wasn't it? That was, was, Did, oh, was it O Carolina? Was o Carolina, then that's yeah. that's quite early nineties or early to mid nineties, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm resisting doing a, a terrible yeah. shaggy yeah. impression. <laughs> it's just leave him to do his own. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, the next um, next number one, it's uh, Westlife covering Uptown Girl. Um, <laughs> for one week which is like pointless really isn't it we don't we don't like westlife do we no. we're not they're not they're not and, I, and it was for charity that's all we have to say oh, oh yeah. well fair enough what for children in need or yeah or, something yeah. or comet relief or something like that yeah but uh yeah it's just a bit um yeah some of these covers you just who needs it's just they just hope that people buy it because they fancy the people in the band yeah um, oh there's like a, a, a group of people that remember the original and are like oh a new version yay <laughs> um oh a new version of dilly notes christmas with a with a slightly less famous lineup <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, oh another one with an even less famous version of lineup next up we have for three weeks uh pure and simple by hearsay uh, they were from uh they were from, from they weren't from x factor were they but they were from that other that pop is it, were they pop, it idol pop, pop, pop idol or pop stars pop stars the rivals or mm. was it pop stars the rival i don't know no, no it was because they it, there was hearsay and then liberty x came out of it so yeah but and to be fair, it was a, it's a bit of a history behind this song. So this song originally wasn't for them. It was written um, jointly with a girl band called um, uh, what were they called? They were kind of like a, supposed to be a, 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 sort of like a, a, a rival to the Spice Girls, and it just never happened. Mm. Girls on Top, oh. they were called, yeah, which is again unfortunate name um and um yes they originally recorded pure and simple and mm. um but then it was given to hearsay and mm. uh, allegedly the, the 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 one of the ben band members that that wrote it co-wrote it uh, just heard it on the radio and was like oh that's the song i co-wrote with somebody <laughs> and it's been given to somebody else <laughs> I, I wasn't i wasn't that excited by pure and simple but um and, and then, well, their, their second single did well as well, The mm. Way to Your Love, which I can't even remember top of my head. The one I really liked, well, the two I really liked, was Everybody, which mm. was the third single, and only got to number four. And that that was a much more sort of, that was a really up, upbeat, mm. catchy, catchy one. And I remember at the time, Simon Cowell kind of going, oh, well, you see, they've released, they've released the wrong single. And I was thinking, yes, you could say that if it was an obviously not very good song, but it you know, it just shows half the time just because they they, they mm. manage bands that I don't know that half the time they got their ear in the right place because anyone I think would hear everybody and think, well, that's a really catchy song. And then they did Loving Is Easy. That was when they had a different, they got a different guy in. Um, <laughs> and, 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 and that got to number six. And that, 
I really like that as well. Um, yeah, they they burned very bright for a very very short period of time, and I think they burned out very quickly with the 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 the, the demand. Interestingly enough, the guy that replaced because it was it was um, uh, was it Kim Marsh that left, and then they mm. replaced him her with this guy. He's mm. he is um, he is married to Lisa Scott Lee. He's called Johnny mm. Chantel. Mm-hmm. Um, actually looking at it um they, they did release their second album and, and everybody was the first single off they did two albums within within about nine months of each other mm. um but uh um no i don't think loving was easy was on the second album in fact there was only that one single i guess i don't know yes. if that's because she left um yeah they don't really invest they didn't really invest in in the, the the bands for very long or no it was kind of like if if it doesn't if the second album doesn't do as well or better than the first then you're out we're not interested um which is was kind of i think th- this this kind of decade was the year for that of of like instant pop mm. and then gone as soon mm. as you didn't sell well you find that now you know i don't really i don't really follow the charts but i the the, the lists that i come up with are some songs that youtube recommends or friends recommend or or maybe the odd song that's in the charts and then you look and you and you think oh this this person's actually had quite a few singles but not hits they may have had one or two big hits two Mm. or three years ago and everything else they've done has hasn't so that i mean but they seem to be allow them to continue which is i guess a little bit different um um i guess they they they, they think well they'll, they'll find their way there'll be people streaming them and but uh, um it's yes yeah, it's, it's sort of a bit i mean quite a lot of those scandinavian bands are like or people like tova low they don't have top 40 hits in the uk mm-hmm. um but that doesn't seem to stop them continuing so um but uh, anyway after pure and simple um we have um probably one of my favorite Spice Girl, um, like spin-off singles. Uh, what took you so long by Emma Bunton? Oh, yeah. was that her first one? Was that her first? Uh, it was her first, unless she'd done any um, sort of um, like collaborations. It was her first. Yeah, I think it was her first proper uh, one. One that was for two weeks. That was the. Oh, I listened to that one, and there's quite a lot of. Um, what what in the background, and, and her brain starts to kind of like is hypnotizing. She kind of went down that kind of um, 60s kind of um, pop girly route, didn't she, for her solo stuff? Which Particularly on that second album, the first album uh, was a little bit more sort of contemporary sounding, but the second album was definitely. Re- um, very 60s um, mm. uh, um, I think that did quite well for I mean relatively sort of thing um, but, um, but we've got a few other well not a few we've got at least one other uh, ex-Spice Girl um, coming up this year uh, but after what took you so long we have Survivor by Destiny's Child um, okay only yeah. for a week I mean I felt like that was quite big. I guess it was hanging around in the top 10 before it got there. Mm. Um, and then following that for one week, we have don't stop moving by S club seven, which also was really big, mm. uh, but it was only, well, it's only number one for one week at this point, but um, oh, wow. 
but again it must have been around well we'll, we'll return we well i can't say anything i can't say anything um uh, but yes so following that we we have um uh it's raining men by jerry halliwell for two oh. weeks Okay. Was that was that for something? Was that for a film? Or what was the point of doing it that? It was. I think it was from um, a Bridget Jones film. Uh, yeah, that man. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, and uh, the the video was all a very it was, it was a pastiche of um, like uh, famous dance films like Fame and uh, mm-hmm. the other one where the I can't remember what the other one Flash was. Dance or... Flash dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I um. I thought it was from something that was sort of between her first and second album, um, presumably. But uh, well, after that, for one week, we have Don't Stop Moving by Scrub Seven again. So it did come back. So it was definitely hanging around because it was number one to start with in early May and then sort of came back after after Jerry for another week. Mm. We don't get that anymore, do we? Songs that go that were number one drop out and then go back up. It's that's a, that would be unusual today. Although, um, this, well, it's just weird these days because you look at the charts, virtually every song from that Barbie film is in the top 40. It's like, <laughs> come on, just pick one. You know, it shouldn't be allowed that you can have album tracks. In. You should just have the, sing- the single should be released and that's it. Uh, mm. There's some very average um, uh, Taylor Swift single that's just been sitting in the top 10 for months. Uh, I listened to it, expecting good things, and thought, uh, okay. And then I looked and saw it was like five years old. And I'm like, why is a five-year-old Taylor Swift single sitting in the top ten? Isn't that because she has re-recorded everything she's ever done? Yeah. And re-released it and is like, because, yeah, there's some sort of dispute mm. with whoever put it out originally. Um, I did remember seeing some sort of, sort of post and I thought, oh, you, it's kind of like shit. It is mine. It is yours. It is ours. Um, it's like, mm, but, it's, but it's called Cruel Summer, and I'm like, where did you oh, get did that? You think where, you'd get excited? Where, where did you get? Well, no, I, I, I kind of knew, but I'm like, so where did you get that title then, Taylor? Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> I mean, you didn't just come up with that, did you? Did you, hey, <laughs> Taylor? Um, and you know, it's not even a, a tenth as good as, as the as the Banana Bamba track for someone. <laughs> anyway, it makes me makes me makes me cross, makes me boils your it boils your rage. Yeah. Um, following uh, "Don't Stop Moving," um, which I I I think I probably bought that because it was it was just fun. Mm. Um, the next single that was number one for a week was do you really like it by D- dj pied piper and the masters of ceremonies oh yeah i do remember it it was one of those sort of novelty euro pop mm. tracks which was a sample of something else like do you really like it um but mm. it, yeah i did not i did not purchase that, no. that the, track the next number one is um uh let me see it, it's another shaggy song and and I guess it's well. It's number one for longer than, and I think if you add up the, I mean, I don't know about the overall sales, but the sales that more successful than it wasn't me. I couldn't tell you anything about it. It's Angel by Shaggy featuring Rayvon. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't, I don't remember. I do. I vaguely I remember. I think it was a ballad, and it was a cover uh, um, uh, of something. Um, yeah. It, yeah. 
<laughs> it's just a, I think it features Shaggy slow rapping, and uh, um, then the then the the, the rave on um, mm. gentleman doing it like a like a croony bit. Mm, and the, okay. the, yeah. You're not selling it to me. No. <laughs> no, I mean, you're not selling it to me. I'm not buying it. So <laughs> take it away. Put it on eBay. Uh, next number one, and I'm kind of surprised it wasn't number one for longer, but I get it was definitely around for longer, was, I mean, we are talking about a cover version, but it's uh, Lady Marmalade, or, or Lady Marmalade, however you want to pronounce it, uh, Christina Aguilera, Little Kim, Maya, and Pink. Um, I, do you know what? I genuinely do love that. That their version of that, it was high. It was from 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 Moulin Rouge, the yes. soundtrack, and mm. um, and I do still, I still do still love it now because it does make me chuckle because they have that breakdown in the middle, don't they, where they all kind of um, <laughs> kind of do their over the top um, scales bits, and then poor old Lil Kim <laughs> just goes, ooh, 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 and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Also, you sort of forget it's sort of before Pink had sort of established her style but it's sort of i think it was sort of in because before that pink had, had been more r&b yes and, and and it was sort of soon after this that she started doing her more sort of pop poppy rocky type yeah. stuff that she's known for um uh, but yeah i don't think i really knew who half these people were i knew who christina aguilera was but i'm not sure i knew the others at the, at the i think time. maya had had a couple of hits mm. in the uk um on her own i think she'd been part of um i think it was called ghetto superstar by wycliffe john and stuff like that but i don't I think she was massive and and li- i don't i don't i would never i wouldn't know a little kim so little little kim song mm. ever at all I, I don't know what she ever did. No. Um, our next number one is another hearsay single, The Way to Your Love, which we mentioned earlier. Mm, I number like that one. one. Yeah, I, I'm sure I'd recognise it if I heard it, because this was definitely prime CD UK sort of era, mm. um, which I watched um, avidly, um, or videoed it if I was out. Um, following that... We have Another Chance by Roger Sanchez, which I imagine is just some dancey thing. Sorry, Roger. Um, but I, I, I certainly can't remember it from the title, but probably would recognise it from... Mm. Um, um, then for two weeks, not most well-known of Robbie Williams' songs, I wouldn't have thought. Um, Eternity Stroke the Road to Mandalay. Again, I, I, I know enough about Robbie Williams and I have enough of his albums to, to try I would recognise it, but it's not, one, mm. it's not one that's I could say, oh yes, that's definitely... It was a it was a very it was a massive big ballady slowy song, um, mm. and I have a fi- I, now I don't know if I'm right with this one or not, but Eternity was because re- at the time he was in a relationship with Jerry Halliwell, and mm. I think it was about her or their relationship. We um, um, forget these things happen, um, and yeah, I, mm. I, I distinctly remember that that he was, I think he'd ended it with a, um, and she'd because I think Jerry Halliwell was a little bit of a cray cray girlfriend, I would imagine, mm. um, bit of high maintenance going on there. It's, it's a, it says that it's the fifth single from the third album, "Sing When You're Winning," um, but it says that "Eternity" does not appear on the album. Um, so it was probably like an 
like a, a forerunner to the releasing the album again with an extra mm. track. I think the kind of lyrics yeah. kind of you were there for summer dreaming and then something something else and then mm. and then it was Gale Power and Nature did just have that <laughs> doesn't have yeah. that lyric in it at all. Although that yeah. would have made it quite iconic if you had <laughs> it in. Well, following that, we've we've got another cover version, and um, I'm afraid no matter how good it might be, it's not going to beat the original for me. But it's Eternal Flame by Atomic Kitten. Um, mm. I, I, um, I mean, as a Bangles fan, that's, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it, it is what it was, isn't it? it was, yeah. And I think I think the story behind that is is that the Bangles agreed to the girls covering it, thinking that they were a a, a band as in a, mm. you know they wrote their own stuff and and were a bit kind of like oh they're a, they're a manufactured girl band so weren't mm. overly impressed yeah i mean um the the album that eternal flame comes from originally um everything is one of my favorite albums of all time it's not and it's probably i mean it's an iconic track but that album's full of so many good songs that it's it, it's not eternal flame that i think of when i think of of that album even though it was the the big hit from from that album mm. but, and then they split up after that album <laughs> never mind although they have come back since and i saw them live uh, in la uh, a few years ago mm. well three of them anyway because they, they, they when they came back they were there were four of them and then they did an album as a four piece and then i think they still do stuff as a three piece even now but uh, they're when some some bands are still about and yet mm. you hear them touring and you think, and I'm thinking, I, I want another album. Um, mm. Why can't you at least do an album every five years? And they just seem to exist as touring. Mm. Uh, I mean, the B-52s, they, they have sort of announced their sort of retirement for big um, tours, but even then they're still doing things. But mm. they haven't done an album for about about 15 years. And their last album was wonderful. It was really good. Mm. Um, uh, and um, the, I like the Cardigans and they still tour. And like, we've not had an album for about, getting on 20 years or something uh, i'm like why don't exist and not do any new material it's just don't exist just don't exist if you're not going to do anything <laughs> new <laughs> well i mean a lot of people will be quite happy with people not doing these new stuff but i like you know there's nothing broken with the bangles the b52s or the cardigans that another album couldn't have uh, sort of you know if abba can do it after however many years it was with them then you know i'm sure these other bands can never mind um Following Eternal Flame for two weeks, we have 21 Seconds by So Solid Crew. Were they the band here that had about 25 members? Yes, they were, yeah. It was, yeah. And uh, it was, I mean, that song was massive um, at the time. I don't remember anything else that the so the the so solid so solid crow released after that it it was it, it was it was the sound of a of the um coming out of of souped up boy racer cars for mm. for a good they're, they're described as british uk garage and hip hop collective originating from battersea and there's it says so solid crew is a large group which has expanded from 19 initial members to 30 that makes it sound like that my goodness yes they are still active somewhere okay. um, even though no one's heard of them since, well other than their biggest fans um <laughs> there's a there's um one or two people like who sort of split from them uh, that, that did their own thing i've heard of lisa mafia i've heard of her mm. um uh, she's an actress fashion designer presenter and model she's yeah so she's obviously ex- expanded from just doing 
doing that. Um, I'm just gonna yeah, I'm just gonna see. They have well, since they're still present, but they've only they did an album in 2001. It's got to number six. An album in 2003, and then oh, great to see it's in 2013. So, I mean, if they're still around, then it's it's not exactly very prolific. But they did have. Yeah, they had 21 seconds, which was their biggest hit. They don't know number three, which I presume isn't the isn't the cover of the Tracy Ullman song. Um, <laughs> um, Haters number eight, Broken Silence number nine from the second album, and then a, one or two not so big songs or complete flops. But uh, um, yeah, mm. they weren't really in my sort of interest area to know much about them. Mm. Uh, following that for two weeks we have let's dance by five that was a good that was okay that was a that was a yeah. good song well, it's the one where i can't remember it top of my head specifically sorry you were going to tell us more it's i'm sure it's the one where one of them had left oh and they replaced him with a cardboard cutout in the video <laughs> yeah, yeah it's the first single from their third album king size yes the music video used the life-sized cardboard cutout of of Conlon. that's the Sean. Mm. Yeah, uh, they'd kind of did that that thing of he'd left, mm. but they didn't want to announce it. So they did a kind of like a like a Spice Girls thing where they say, Go well soon, Jerry. Um, and she'd left completely. So they, they kind of like used a, a cardboard cutout mm. of him. Uh, it was actually their last, well, the last video that they made. So they split up soon after that. Uh, uh, yeah, they're, they're still currently together. Although mm. there's only three. There's only three out of five. <laughs> Ironically, um, Sean is back with them. He is, yeah. Um, and yeah, they they kept, I think they get, they came back for that big reunion show. Mm. Four of them, um, with one of them saying no, not doing it. Um, and then then it, there was the abs abs uh, who had a bit of a solo career. He kind mm. of went, I don't want to do this anymore either, and he left. So now it's just three, mm. three fifths. <laughs> Um, I, I don't know quite when they crossed over, but it does feel like, I feel like, well, the next number one is Too Close by Blue. It feels like, oh, they were only formed in 2000, so it probably would be right to say they were sort of the new guard. Um, mm. and, 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 although they didn't last, they only lasted to 2004. Although, they, I mean, they did come back for the Eurovision, and I'm sure they... They're around, they're still around. It's a bit troublesome with Blue, isn't it? Lee Ryan isn't the, isn't the most... Um, I think recently they were going on a tour somewhere and he kicked off on a plane, which is kind of like his kind of thing mm-hmm. that he does. Um, I think they kind of like go, right, we'll try it one last time, Lee, uh, Lee <laughs> but if you kick off, we're not having any more. And then he goes, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to do it, I'm not going to do it. And then he does it and then they're like, oh, no. Yeah, because they had three albums between 2001 2003 and they've had three albums between 2013 and 2022. Yeah, all rise was was their first single number four um yes and um yeah this was only their second single so they had i won't say the numbers because we'll come back to that we'll we'll well let's just say they did have other number ones so we will return to some of them but um but yeah they they had one two three four five six seven eight eight top ten hits in a row and then a little bit of a a hiccup although I think that's probably a collaboration single with other people. And then they continued and had another three. Um, yeah, I mean, most of their singles were top ten, I mm. think, really. I mean, yeah, basically. Um, oh, dear. Following um, 
following Blue for one week, uh, we have Bob the Builder again with Mambo number five. Mm. I've, I've forgotten all about that. Yeah. That was, I mean, that was a cover of a hideous cover in itself. It was yeah. a good song to begin with. Yeah. I can imagine Bob the Builder's little legs doing a Mambo number five dance. <laughs> sort of I think on my they brain. completely rewrote it so it wasn't as offensive as uh, as, as the original. The original was just kind of naming girls that he'd slept with. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they were probably nice people he saw on his route. Oh, people yeah. he'd, he'd fitted a bathroom for, something like that. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A, a, little, a little bit of grouting for Mrs. Goggins. <laughs> I, I think in genuinely without, I think genuinely it was kind of like that, I think. <laughs> well, Mrs. Goggins is from Post with Pat, but I'm sure, I'm sure Bob did the same route as Pat. There was a crossover. Yeah. Um, I don't really recognise the next one. Uh, for one week, when sort of late September, uh, "Hey Baby" by DJ Otzi. Oh, it was Otzi. the one that went. Hey, no, it wasn't. Uh, I think it wanted. Hey, baby, you want? It was a cover of something uh, set to a Donk Eurovision Euro House beat. Yeah, it's from 1961. The actual song originally. Mm, I do. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was a bit of a novelty. Mm. Moving on, now we're talking a, a, a proper a proper pop classic for four weeks, which it deserves. We've got um, Can't Get You Out of My Head by Carly Minogue, which I don't think it would be far um, uh, remiss to say was probably one of the biggest songs of that year. Um, yes, it was, wasn't it? It was like a, it was it was it was the padam padam of the day, <laughs> um, and, and, and it sort of followed on from the success she'd had with. Um, Spinning around, spinning around. From that but I don't out. think they they predicted that it was going to be as massive as it was because I think mm. anything that was lined up to be released just got from her was just. I think the next single was was just put on, on the hold until can't get you out of my head had like run its course mm. um because i think the follow-up was in your eyes i think mm. um but yeah yeah it was it was like because i think it originally had been offered to a number of different artists mm. Mm. i'm sure um i'm sure atomic kitten it was offered to um sophie ellis bextra i think it was offered to it, it was it was it was written and produced by kathy dennis and rob davis but rob davis was he, he was from mud or something he was he was uh, for, for, from like a 70s uh, yeah he was from a glam rock band Mud I mean Kathy Dennis wasn't exactly a, a name of the moment although she was as a, as a writer mm. but it's not like um, yeah, either of those names were kind of you'd have necessarily expected such a big song to come from um, it, uh, yeah I mean, I mean all of the singles from Fever did really well um, mm. and it was one of her only US uh, hits as well Mm, big hits well it was it was like a big hit it was like mm. a like a proper full-on mm. but, um and and here we are again in 2023 with her having success in america Hooray. um following that for three weeks we have because i got high by afro man which was a bit of a novelty song wasn't it yeah, yeah. i mean i don't know if it got banned you'd think it would have got banned on the bbc for talking about smoking marijuana but i'm not sure if it was they changed they did like a daytime version didn't they uh, a bbc uh, version which either changed the lyrics or or muted the certain ones out that were perhaps problematic 
It was one of those songs that you know you would hear children singing in the playground, and like thinking, you know, they don't even know what they're actually they're singing because it was very nursery rhyme esque. Mm. And there's like little kids going, "Cause they got high," and you're like, "Ooh, it's a bit uncomfortable." <laughs> <laughs> he's done quite a lot of other s- songs but he's obviously done albums more because um and it was a lot bigger hit in the uk than it was in america it got to number oh. 13 oh, okay. um oh he did have a follow-up crazy rap that got to number 10 over here so if anything he was slightly more popular over here than back home but he's he's had quite a lot of songs even up to he's had a s- single in 2023 called famous player but um but I don't know if anyone's bought it. But um, following the oh dear, following um, Afro Man, we have for one week Queen of My Heart by Westlife. <laughs> <sighs> um, was that a cover or was that original? I can't remember. It was the first single from the third album, um, and I think it, I don't think it was a cover. But um, the double A side though, with when you're looking like that. Um, this could be taken as a uh, not speak to you when you're looking like that (laughs) (laughs) yeah i would by the by the by the title i would imagine it would be a a ballad and that Mm. stools would be involved um and uh, there would be a sort of a mid song key change this is good to see them getting down with the queens um next (laughs) Next single, If You Come Back by Blue. Um, okay, yeah, I, I remember that one. That was a slower one, I think. Mm, that was the third single off um, their first album. Um, then um, S Club 7 were number one for a week with Have You Ever. That was that was a Children Need track. Um, right, okay. Um, that, uh, yeah. Not that exciting. Um, sorry, S Club 7. I do like, I like your upbeat songs. Um, now, I have a bit of a problem with the next one. Not necessarily this, well, yeah, pretty much everything he did. But um, um, Daniel Beddingfield, got to get through this. Um, yeah, that was that. Yeah. I mean, that one wasn't okay. Yeah, it was but, his. He was kind of like that. Was he, he? Was kind of like the start of like the bedroom, bedroom producers, wasn't he? So there was him, and there was uh, Craig David, mm-hmm. and there was the other one that had the one hit wonder, um, the one about alien space man. That yeah. one. Um, they, they they kind of did it all in their bedroom, and and didn't have a you know. But it was okay. It was it was you know. I don't know what happened because he was doing. Really well, and then his sister sort of took over, and if anything, she's probably more famous well, than he was in the end. But, I think yeah. he had a really horrible accident. Oh yes, in yeah. New Zealand, and was real was out of action for for a long time, mm. um, and I don't think he ever really got his mojo back. I think mm. she, Natasha. Um, I have noticed recently that she started doing a lot of prides this summer. Mm. She's uh, she's I doing think- her dirty windows and that kind of stuff <laughs> i think she was um i think she she was uh she and jesse J got to the stage where they were probably having bigger hits in america than because i kind of remember thinking i oh, i thought that i didn't realize they were still around sort of thing and then seeing yeah them. stuff that was never released here that she because i think she uh, one of her songs featured in a reality t i think it was the hills or something not the hills of eyes but um the hills or something and and became you know famous over there for that 
we will be seeing more of We'll be seeing more of Daniel Bedingfield uh, in another year, but um, he did have one, two, three, four, five, six, uh, six um, top ten hits. The one I have the problem with, I'll tell you. I'll tell you the story. It's a little mm-hmm. bit. It's a little bit uh, PG, but um, the single "If You're Not the One," which was a horrible ballad. Yes. Um, um, I I remember um, being with a with a with with a gentleman friend and. Um, uh, and he thought it was a nice song to have as a romantic sort of thing, and we were we were in the boudoir, and oh, um, no. he was playing it, and I think there might be two, two tracks on the thing. There might be that one of the tracks wasn't as bad as the other, but he but he fell asleep, and it was like oh. having it was like Chinese war. I mean, that was the it, it was we weren't we weren't we were just chillaxing. Oh. Um, you weren't um, making sweet, sweet love. No, oh, God, I hope not. Um, that <laughs> put me off. But it was, it was, it was more than it was playing as we fell asleep. It was supposed to make us be a nice ambience for us to fall asleep. And for, for me, I was like, I can't sleep with that going on. That's not round and round. It was crime, on, isn't it? That, it was that. on repeat, on repeat. Oh no! And, and I had to sort of tiptoe out of bed and 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 turn it off because uh, I'm like. I don't like this song anyway. And I'm definitely not going to fall asleep. Imagine if that entered my brain whilst I was, uh, you know, it would have burnt my synapses or something. Oh, do you know what it was? It, that was a huge, that was a massive number one, wasn't it? But I just remember uh, it ended it for me because Simon Cowell said it was his favourite song of all time, and I was uh. like, yeah, that's that's never uh, yak yak. Um, yeah, that first album he had singles. I guess it came in at late 2001, but he was still releasing singles uh, in 2003 from that first album. Um, at, uh, and there must have been extent. There must have been. Um, there was. A, it must be like that Robbie Williams one where they added tracks because there's no way that the fifth single off of an album that had been out for two years um, would still would be getting to number one mm. unless there was something new added to it. But yes. Um, anyway, let's forge on. We've only got um, one more number one, um, and it's a cover. Um, it's, yeah, it's sort of weird. I'm not quite sure where they did it, but um, it's something stupid with Robbie Williams and Nicole Kidman. I guess they did that for that his swing album. But um, yeah, it, that kind of just bypassed me by. Really, I was not. It was just not anything that caught my interest whatsoever. It was a Christmassy type song, wasn't it? Was it yeah. kind of yeah. I mean, it's better that Robbie and um, Nicole did it because originally it was Nancy and Frank Sinatra. So, so it was. Oh, uh, it's okay. not a song that it's not really a song for a daughter and father to be a father singing. to be singing to each other. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm aware that it was popular, but it was not. It was not on my radar. Mm. Now we're going to look at. Um, we're going to look at just before we go to the albums. We're just going to look and see what else that was big, that that. Um, didn't make it to number one. Um, we got the best-selling singles, which oh dear, uh, the best. I must have been a bit. I must have been wrong when I said this before. It must have been very close though. It wasn't me. Was the biggest-selling single of t- two thousand one, um, and that angel was the eighth. Um, but um, yeah, uh, pure and simple was number two. Can't get you out of my head was number three. Hold again number four. Hey baby number five. Uptown girl number six don't stop moving number seven uh then angel and then the ninth biggest selling single in the uk was teenage dirt bag by wetus which oh, got, okay. got to number two um but 
Um, other songs that did well, Clint Eastwood by Gorillaz. That was Damon Albarn's cartoon mm. band. What Would You Do by City High, number um, number three. I don't remember, don't remember that. that one. Castles in the Sky by Ian Vandal, number three. That was a dance track, mm. wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. Out of Reach by Gabrielle, number four. Oh. Um, Perfect Gentleman, Wycliffe Jean, number four. Don't remember that. Follow Me by Uncle Cracker, number three. I do remember that, and I quite liked Uncle Cracker, which mm. he was kind of like a country-type singer from America. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he apparently had been a, a backing group for Kid Rock. Uh, oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's, that's, that's <laughs> Gerard. Um, no, uh, his song, his, he had a couple of songs and they were quite sweet. They were quite melodic and he was quite, a, he wasn't a typical pop star looking. I think he was a, he was a larger gentleman. I think he had, he had like gold teeth and stuff like that. It was, I want to say kind of like, Although it's probably a term that isn't used now, but redneck type mm-hmm. image. Um, another big song, I'm Like a Bird by Nelly Furtado, number five. That must have been one of her first ones. I think it was. That was before she turned into into sexy Nelly yeah. and did like Man Eater and Prim- yeah. I mean, what a title for a song, Promiscuous Girl or something. Was it Promiscuous <laughs> Woman or something like yeah. that? <laughs> I like um, um, one of my favourite of hers is um that um uh, all good things must end it's not called that um yes yeah um, I, I know what you mean though it's very dreamy like on i still listen to that quite a bit smooth criminal by alien ant farm number three that was a cover of um the michael jackson song yeah um heaven is a half pipe by opm number four um starlight the supermen lovers featuring oh that's Annie classic Huff. I number like two. that one. Um, uh, Purple Pills by D12, number two. Um, oh, and um, Steps covered Chain Reaction and got that to number two. Okay. Um, Butterfly by Crazy Town, number three. Always Come Back to Your Love, Samantha Mumba, number three. Okay. Um, yes, Samantha Mumba. Every Time You Need Me, Fragma, number three. Uh, Ms. Jackson by Outcast. Woo! <laughs> um, <laughs> a t- a Take Me Home by Sophie Ellis Bexter, number two. Oh, okay. That was the share cover because that it was, yes. That, that was quite a big hit it in was. America. The first, but I, I don't think it was one that we knew over here. No, thought, and Cher didn't like the cover. Didn't like Sophie's cover. She would. I think Sophie rewrote it and kind of re rejigged the arrangement and stuff. And Cher was like, "What are you done, bitch?" Um, <laughs> 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 just like that <laughs> exactly like that and then she went and, and then little did she know that a few years later she'd be uh torturing <laughs> some abba songs but uh, um <laughs> yeah i mean that's pretty much uh, oh here with me by dido number four uh dancing in the moonlight by top loader number seven um yeah those are some of the other songs that were that just missed out uh, album wise we have for three weeks, number one, by the Beatles, which was a sort of compilation album of all their songs that had gone to number one. But I can't remember if it was just supposed to be in one country or whether it was all over different territories because um, even being how big they were, I don't think they... Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if they had quite as many number ones as that. But, uh, yeah, it, it was a sort of 
one CD compilation, um, mm. which I guess didn't really exist before then. Um, but uh, then for a week we had The Greatest Hits by Texas. Then for a week we had Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog Flavoured Water by Limp Biscuit, which must be one of the worst titles for an album ever. Isn't it the worst? <laughs> I mean, it must mean something to him, but... Uh, it was him trying, I think it was it was that them trying to be clever, wasn't it? And a bit like, well, come how can we get away with the the rudest sounding title, but not actually get it banned from um me. Then one, two, three, four, five for six weeks, uh No Angel by Dido. That was her debut album. Okay. Um I I, I didn't mind Dido, but it took me a while to get used to it. And in fact, um, it's a bit like when Robin sort of had her successful album. I was about three or four singles in before I went, oh, I like this. And with Dido, I think it was the single Hunter, which was not one of the big hits that I heard and thought, oh, I like this. And, and then I Yeah. Said, uh, she very quickly condescended into sort of easy listening, coffee shop type background music didn't she mm. and which was a shame because she she yeah she was a good a good writer mm. um then for two weeks we had songbird by eva cassidy which um well the background story is is sad because mm. she died but it's not it's not really did she just sing covers or did she write her own stuff i, really I don't, don't know because i think the main song was was the cover of somewhere over the rainbow, the rainbow wasn't it? Yeah. yeah she was very big but yeah uh, it was one of those where they kept releasing stuff didn't they and you're like thinking how much did she record before mm-hmm. she died it was like 17 albums later and <laughs> yeah um she died back in 1996 i think um um she was 33 but i mean i don't know how much she was known as a singer when she i don't think she was i think it was it was literally because that was the whole kind of Mm. um sort of not selling point because that sounds Mm. crass but the fact that she was unknown and only after her death did um did she come to 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 popular probably known in her local area Um, yeah she did on 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 the famous album. She cover things like "Fields of Gold" by Sting, yeah, um, "Songbird" by Christine McVie. That's a Fleetwood Mac song. That's a that's a nice song, but um, yeah, um, and "Over the Rainbow." As you say. Um, then after that, we have "Pop Stars," which is the first album by Hearsay mm. uh, for two weeks. Then we have "Just Enough Education to Perform" by the Stereophonics. Uh, which was their third album. Um, Free Your Angels by Ash um, for a week. They, they, um, that was their third album. Um, I, yeah, I mean, that's more the indie side. I did, I did, I think I might have seen Ash uh, very early on, but I, I did, I did sort of like them at one point. Um, Seraphonics, maybe less so they were a bit more boring um <laughs> but, uh, uh, although i didn't mind some of their songs but they never kind of got me excited um 
they were sort of one of those stereophonics were sort of one of those welsh rock bands like man the manitri preachers but not yeah yeah they took a bit more interesting very very seriously well i think the lead singer took himself very very seriously i do remember i think at the time there was some sort of like um pop star sort of kerfuffle between him and boy george i think boy george had like made an off the the cuff remark about how attractive he was and um the lead singer took great offense to it and boy george was like just accept the compliment and stop being so Mm. alpha male Mm. um the following the ash album we have survivor by destiny's child um i never I never had their albums. I mean, I might have had the odd single or certainly liked some of their singles, but I never, I never got whole albums. Um, but that, that was number one for two weeks. Reveal by R.E.M. for two weeks. Um, it was their 12th studio album. I mean, R.E.M. still had quite a, they, they sort of called it a day a while back, but they, they were still having quite big hits. Um, they kind of become an album act, haven't they? It was kind of like singles, not so much, but albums were still selling and and, and tours were still. Yeah, I mean, um, Imitation of Life, though, which was the first single, got to number six, though. So still, still top that. I think Imitation of Life is the one that had a very good video. I remember buying that on CD single where you could have the video because it, it's, oh, yeah. it's a lot of repeat. It's a lot of repeated uh, you just see the same screen and then it, it it sort of focuses in on different parts of the screen and you see people do, doing uh, who are doing things because when you see it drawn back it just looks like a load of people at a swimming, part, swimming pool party yes um, um, but it's quite a clever video but uh, um, then we had Hot Shot by Shaggy for one week that's his fifth album by this point um <laughs> um Amnesiac by Radiohead, which is their fifth album. As a, as a somebody who uh, uh, has liked sort of indie music, by this point I was uh, just disinterested in Radiohead. I like I liked that when they were like for, I think for the first two or three albums when they were just being a rock band, and then mm. they became a quite sort of more experimental rock band and or, or less or, rocky songs, very sort or, of. Or some might say whiny, yeah. tuneless weirdness yeah. for the sake of it. And they they sort of weren't really um, uh, they weren't really trying to get hits anymore. They were they were still selling albums, but they they'd gone from doing songs that were sort of. Um, uh, I was going to see if they did continue having single hits, but I don't think I'm not sure if they even released. Yeah, they did have. I oh know you got yeah, um, pyramid song. What number five from Amnesiac? But I couldn't. I couldn't sing you it. Um, I wouldn't yeah. be able to either. No. Uh, the only ones I know of those is the a creep, and is the one where he's in a. He's got a goldfish bowl in his head, and it's filling up with water. That's the mm. only ones I would know. Mm. Um, pa- uh, Paranoid Android, which was sort of a bit like the. Um, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody of 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 its day, uh, um, where it kind of went through different. I've listened to it for years, but I think it goes through different sections, like Bohemian Rhapsody does. Um, yeah, so I, I have friends who re- really love them, and I did see them live. It's one of the biggest. 
in about 97 i saw them at like wembley arena or something where you had to have sort of like um binoculars to even <laughs> see them um and i i, I even then i don't th- i think i only went because other people wanted to go uh most of the bigger Britpop bands although I bet Radiohead would hate to be called Britpop. I, I didn't see a lot of the bigger, like the Oasis or Blurs. I saw the sort of, perhaps the slightly slightly smaller band. Although people the like Shed Sevens. Yeah, and, and Pulp. Although Pulp probably does deserve to be up there with the Oasis and, and Blurs. They just didn't, They about the time I saw them, they were still doing relatively medium-sized venues. But uh, after Radiohead, we've got The Invisible Band uh, for four weeks um, by Travis that that was um that was their third album but probably the second album they'd done that was was really big um, mm. um they had i think that's the one that had sing on it yeah they were I, I didn't mind travis i thought they were quite melodic they had yeah. they, they were they were they were indie pop rock but they yeah. had like quite sing-alongable tunes yeah i also felt that coldplay came along and sort of stole their thunder a bit. yes they did, did very, very similar sort of and then yeah. take that came back and also did songs that are a bit like traffic. yes <laughs> but did any of them have a video where they threw food at each other across a table and one was a <laughs> one was an octopus that landed on somebody's head yeah they used to do really good videos I and mean, there's one one of their singles where they're all they're all traveling in a tour bus and then slowly as you see them having a like fighting and it by the end of them it's 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 like four tour buses um they always had they always had i still i still check in on travis now and again they still they did a nice um uh song with um susanna hoff a nice sort of duet oh. um, which they did in lockdown and you think they're all standing on on a stage and then it pulls away and you realize that susanna hoff's in new york and she flies off in uh-huh. a helicopter and he, <laughs> uh, um, the lead singer's by himself and then the other th- the other three are kind of like on a stage by themselves because it's quite funny because they're playing that it looks like i think i'm i'm i haven't seen it for a little bit but i think it look it looks a bit like susanna hoff and the lead singer are going to kind of get it on oh and and the three other band members are like doing the sort of jennifer saunders dawn french sort of gaping type expressions like and, and then of course when it pulls away you realize they're not even in the same room <laughs> yeah. but it was a good a good use of that situation um um following that we have 8701 by usher uh we have the survivor album again by destiny's child we have white ladder by david gray who i sort of forgot how big he was he um, was wasn't he he was huge yeah with his what um, he had his babylon i didn't see that in the i don't know when that came out um yeah i'm surprised that wasn't so where did that get to Number five. So, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, that that I I didn't mind some of. It. I did have one or two of his albums. Um, he did a good version of um, "Say Hello, Wave Goodbye." Um, that um, uh, Soft Cell mm. did. And he recently did a duet with duet a duet. Oh, I can't even say that word. A, a, <laughs> duet. A, a, a duet with uh, with Betty Boo for her last album, and it was actually, actually really quite a good song. Really quite up tempo. I didn't hear that. I've got, I've got it downloaded. I haven't listened yet. Um, then "Break the Cycle" by Stained. Uh, they're an American rock band for one, for one week. Iowa by Slipknot for one week. Uh, a funk odyssey by Jamiroquai um for two weeks the id by macy gray now the id oh that was the second album i i definitely had the first album 
Mm. I think I might have got the second album, but it wasn't. Just, no. You know, um, did quite like her, even though her, her, yeah, her voice took some... It was different, but um, from a lot of other things, and not necessarily the sort of album I would usually have bought, but I did like that first album. Um, I, wonder, I, don't know what, I don't know what happened to her. Uh, she got cancelled last year for for an um uh, yeah oh. she said something that wasn't particularly very mm, mm. PC and Did, yes we don't want your opinions just seeing <laughs> just yeah I think she was on something like GB News or whatever that awful oh, station oh. is called and yeah then we have the week no angel by Dido um, did we have that earlier in the year uh, yes yes it was number one, number one a lot earlier in, in the year, so it's come back again. Um, then for two weeks, Fever by Kylie, um, Gold by Steps for two weeks, Invincible mm. by Michael Jackson for a week, Gold by Steps again, World of Our Own by Westlife, and then Swing by Bobby Williams for the last five weeks, all of December, basically. Um, let's just jump over before we finish to America to see what was going on. So number ones in America, so that's the albums. Um, number ones in America. Uh, four weeks, Independent Women by Destiny's Child. From the that the Charlie's Angel film, Charlie's wasn't Angels, it? Yeah, yeah. Because I was I was in Vegas um, about December two thousand when um, when that was sort of being played a lot, and uh, I always think of Vegas when I think of Independent Women. Um, it wasn't me by Shaggy for two weeks. Ms. Jackson for one week by Outcast. Uh, Stutter. Four weeks by Joe featuring Mystical. Oh, don't know those people. No. Um, was it? It, oh, it was number seven over here, but um, no, I didn't recognize that name. Uh, Butterfly by Crazy Town for a week. Angel by Shaggy for one week. Uh, Butterfly by Crazy Town again for one week. Um, All for You by Janet Jackson. Oh. Uh, for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven weeks. Wow. Um, that got to number three in the UK. Mm, it was a good, uh, well, it was a good track. Yeah. I didn't see it in that list, um, but maybe it didn't, mm. it didn't sell enough to get in the top 50 songs. Mm. Uh, next up we have Lady Marmalade, Christina Aguilera, Lil' Kim, Maya and Pink for one, two, three, four, five weeks um, in June. Uh, you Remind Me by Usher for four weeks. Um Bootalicious by Destiny's Child for two weeks. You're too bootalicious for me, baby. Next up, we have Alicia Keys' Falling uh, for three weeks. Um, I'm Real Murder Remix by Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez, Murder Remix. The mer- well, she did that the thing, didn't she? Where she, she was like Mariah Carey did. She'd like release one version of a song and then have like the hip hop version with with rappers and hip hop artists in it. Yeah. And, um, that was featuring Ja Rule. Ja Rule for three weeks. Then Falling comes back for three weeks by Alicia Keys. So that was number one for six weeks, you know. I'm real. Oh, Jonathan Lopez comes back again for two weeks. So yes, those two were <laughs> were, were rallying at that point. Um, uh, then Family Affair by Mary J. Blige for one, two, for six weeks. Okay. Uh, I don't really know that much, Mary J. Blige. That got to number eight, so... I think that was a. I think family. If I'm, I don't know if I'm right or wrong. I think it was a cover of the oh. Sly and 
family slaying the family stone is it um yeah. or a version of it yeah. um I, there's an oh there's the odd mary j blige i like no more drama um yeah. from her and the one where she's just the strange dance da, 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 da. i can't remember what that was called <laughs> <laughs> that's great <laughs> but i shall check it out um uh, there we have You Got It Bad for One Week by Usher and How You Remind Me by Nickelback for two weeks. That was a horrible Nickelback were very song. Nickelback never made it here. They were very American. They were very or Canadian and they were like that one might that one got to number four, but I don't think they were I think they did that horrible one box start or something as well. But they generally were sort of it was they were a bit too they were a Canadian rock band, but they were kind of a bit almost such a like a parody of, of of a rock band yeah i've already seen so many times before that uh, so when they did have other hits i was a bit i was like no, really okay just quickly check on the albums um did well in america um one by the beatles was number one for five weeks j-lo jonathan lopez for one week hot shot by shaggy for four weeks every day by the dave matthews band for two weeks hot shot by shaggy again for two weeks until the end of time by Tupac for one week now that's what i call music six i didn't know that they had they were late they were late to the now that's how that's what i call music party weren't they we'd had like 47 million by then yeah i didn't know they they yeah, they even did that. Uh, All for You by Janet Jackson for one week. Survivor by Destiny's Child for two weeks. La- Lateralis by Tool for two weeks. They're like metal, aren't they? Oh, just as well. Oh, okay. Um, Break the Cycle by Stained for three weeks. What a horrible name, Stained. Stained. It's not even spelled properly. It's Stained with a D on the end. Um, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket by Blink-182 for one week. Um, Devil's Night by D12 for one week. Songs in A Minor by Alicia Keys for one week. Devil's Night by D12 again for one week. Songs in A Minor by Alicia Keys for two weeks again. Celebrity by NSYNC uh, for one week. Oh, I, I didn't mind. That was a quite a good album. That was their fourth and final. Uh, I think we said before that they never stood out for me as much as like Backstreet Boys, or mm. they just weren't on CD UK as often. I don't know. Uh, now by Maxwell uh, for one week. Um, Alea uh, by Alea, um for one week. Toxicity by System of a Down. They say they're a heavy metal band. I've heard of them, but I don't know anything about them. The Blueprint by Jay-Z for three weeks. Pain is Love by Ja Rule for two weeks. God Bless America for the benefit of the Twin Towers Fund, of course. Oh, yes. yeah. Uh, uh, I forgot that. That uh, would have been the year of that. The Great Depression by DMX. Who uh, He's a rapper and an actor. Invincible by Michael Jackson for two weeks. Britney... That was the third oh, album. Okay. Um, yeah, I didn't really. Well, that did come out quite late. I wonder if the hits from that came out more in 2002 for us. Mm. That's the album with "I'm a Slave for You," "Overprotected." Uh, you're right. Oh, okay. I'm not a girl, not yet a woman. <laughs> I'm still a girl, I, not yet a woman, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I I love I love rock and roll. Boys, anticipating. Oh. Um, that's oh, I really need to rewatch Crossroads. I 
I, I do own a DVD copy of that. I must say, rewatch. I, think, I don't think I've ever watched it. Oh, it was I, so camp. It was. Was it camp? Was it, in, it wasn't intentionally camp, though. Was oh no, it? It was, no, no. It was more sort of like she sits down and starts to compose. It, it reminded me of when I saw the Get Back documentary with the Beatles, where Paul McCartney would literally sit down and go, "Oh, suddenly he'd be singing Let It Be." Or oh right, but, okay. But, isn't uh, isn't she? Isn't Kim Cattrall her mum in the end? Yes. Yes. She yeah. goes on, she finds her in New York and her mum's very sexualized. No, that's a completely different story. That's, <laughs> that's Samantha. Although that would have improved it uh, if Samantha from Sex of the City yeah. was Britney's mum. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then we have Scarecrow by Garth Brooks for one week and um, Weathered by Creed. Oh, they're another. Now, what do they call themselves? They're, uh, they're a rock band. Half the time, they just all look the same. They all shout and wear black T-shirts. And, yeah, um, sometimes wear um, masks, don't they? Scary masks. masks yeah. Or have l- long, um, like, cornrows, a bit like... Mm. Who was in Steps who wore... Had a, who had Faye, the, uh, yeah, very Faye. much. Very, very similar, very similar vibe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Right, well, I think that's almost it. We'll say goodbye, but um, I will just taunt you um, about what might be coming in 2002. But before we do go, how, how, how's life in podcasting then? Oh, I'm on everything. Any time you turn on, any time you turn on a podcast, I'm probably there um, speaking, going hi, hi. I, I have no idea what I'm talking about, but I'm just joining in. Um, yeah. So if people want to listen to me, they can they can search for Popcase of Certain Age. That's the main podcast that I do. Uh, I do Chewing the Cud. Um, yeah. So yeah, if you, you want to hear more rumblings of a of a of a of a. Of a um, I nearly, I nearly, I nearly gave myself a really awful diss of like saying an elderly gay. Then, um, uh, well, you know, um, yes, yeah, and you must listen. Uh, well, we'll have Lee back to talk about 2002, but we'll say goodbye and we'll give you a little, little hint of what's going to come up in 2002 after, after the first last bit of the show um, okay Lee thanks so much for joining me and um, okay. Um, what do we have to look forward to? We have, well, we have Robbie Williams and Nicole Kidman, but we know about that. We have uh, Daniel Benningfield, but we know a bit about that. Um, we have Aaliyah. Um, we have George Harrison. And I know oh, why okay. that, I know why that will be. Uh, Enrique Iglesias, um, more Westlife. Mm. We have the start of Will Young, the start of Gareth Gates. The start of Will Young. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We have, oh, we're starting to get into some familiar names that I actually like, although um, Oasis is coming up first. Um, not, not that I don't like Oasis. That wasn't what I was leading to. They're old, they're old news by this point. Um, but we have um, Sugar Babes, we have Holly Valance, we have Ron Keating, we have Liberty X, we have Eminem, 
we have Elvis, um, we have Darius, we have Blazing Squad, Atomic Kitten, Pink, we have Last Ketchup, <laughs> mm, mm. Uh, we have Nelly and Kelly Rowland, DJ Sammy, <laughs> uh, Christina Aguilera, um, and Blue, and uh, we have the first sign of Girls Aloud oh. at the end of 2002. So, um, yes, I'm particularly excited by Sugar Babes, Girls Aloud, maybe a bit of a Holly Valance. Holly Valance. Yes, but back, back before she became um, a she came a- uh, a little bit problematic, yes. yes. Yeah. Or, 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 or before she joined the Jerry Halliwell support group. <laughs> oh dear. Um, uh, dear. Um, well, you know, we sh- we, we, we'll, we'll come to all those next time. Um, but, uh, yeah. Um, yes, right, 2002 next time. Cool. Well, all I'll right. Let, you know. well, let me know and I will see yeah. you soon. All yeah. right. Cheers. Thanks Bye. for that. Bye-bye. It's been good, but yeah, definitely time to come home now. Wow. Really? No kidding. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. (laughs) Yes, goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find more shows over at Pride48.com. What's going on now? Oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Let's go. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univospods.net. That is so cringe, oh my god. You're a man of culture as well. <laughs> uh, Cobbity, uh, are we going to have to do the singing? Uh, uh, yes, I, I think we might have to. I mean, that's if we want to do it. I think we should. Yeah, well, what was it? 2001? Uh, yes, I, I'm afraid so. It's not really my area of expertise. I'm sure I know one or two of them, though. Uh, yes. Bob the Builder, can we fix it? Oh, I don't know that one. No, no. Uh, can, can we fix it? That's about it, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, lo- oh, well, love, love don't cost a thing. Is that, is, is that the one I'm thinking of? I, I'm not sure. Let's just move on. Uh, yes. Hold, hold again. Is it a bit hold? I feel like I should know that one. I think I do know it, but I need a starting note uh, to to, uh, to 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 get going, and and I don't have one. Oh well, we'll, we'll have to skip that. How embarrassing! Uh, yes. Um. What's what's the next one? Um, Uptown Girl. Oh, that's a famous song. Uh, uptown girl, uh, she's been living in a downtown. Uh, la 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 la. I never 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 do do do. 
That's what I am. Yes. Yeah, I presume it's that song. Yes, it is. It's the cover version. Oh, what's the point of that then? Oh, don't ask me. For charity, I think. Oh, what? What's this pure and simple? Uh, but again, I think I would know it. Uh, only I don't have a starting note. Yes. Yes. Uh, the, the next one is What Took You So Long by Emma Bunton. Oh, I think I'll know that. What took you so long? What took you all night? All, all, all. Oh. You were so close. I know. Uh, oh, Survivor by Destiny's Child. I'm a survivor. I'm not a killer. Just like a gorilla. I don't think that's the right words here to Uncle John. No, we really should have done more research, shouldn't we? Maybe we should have done, but I don't think Ig ever did any research. Yeah, no, look how it came out all the time. Oh, Yeti Uncle John. Um, oh, this one I remember. Don't stop moving. Then you feel the Don't stop moving. Well done, Cobbity. I think you got at least some of those notes right. Yes, yes, I think I did. Oh, the next one, it's, uh, it's a cover version. Oh, it's raining men. It's raining men. Hallelujah, it's raining men. Oh, amen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that's a cover version. Yes, yes. Um, then, don't really know that one. Then, S Club 7 comes back. Then we don't know, do you really like it? I don't think I know it. Angel, don't think I know it. Lady Marmalade. Oh, is that Gitchy Gitchy? Oh, no, that's the Happy Mondays. It's a bit like that, isn't it? Sort of. It's a lot more chic than the Happy Mondays. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, the Way to a Love, don't know that. Another Chance, don't know that. Eternity, don't know that. Oh, this one. All the ones I know are cover versions from about ten years before. Oh, yes, Eternal Flame. Can you see? La, 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 la. An eternal flame. Close your eyes. Give me your hand, darling. My heart beating. Do you understand? Do you feel the same? And my only dreaming. Oh, is this burning? Burning? An eternal flame. Oh, quality, that was heartbreaking. Also window breaking. We'll have to get that fixed. Yeti Uncle John. No, to be fair, it's the, the most... The most the segment of a song we've managed to achieve. It is, yes. What's next? 21 seconds, don't know it. Let's dance, don't know it. Too close, don't know that. Uh, Mambo number five by Bob the Builder. Oh, I don't think I know that version. No, a little bit of Mardi Gras in my life. A little bit of doopy doo 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 doo. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, hey baby, no, uh, oh, well, there's one I do know, so let's just go through it, <coughs> let's just save that one to the end, 
Oh, I see. Yes, yes. Uh, because I got high. Don't know it. Queen of my heart. Don't know it. If you come back, don't know it. Have you ever? No, never. No, no, I haven't. No, no, it's the name of the song, Cromarty. Oh, I, no, I don't know it. Uh, Got to get through this. Oh, I don't know it, uh, it's Uncle John. And uh, something stupid. Is that what I... Uh, I'll forget myself. Uh, they're not something, something stupid like, oh, I love you. Oh, thank you, it's Uncle John. Uh, I don't know it. No, no, that's, that was the song. Oh, sorry, I thought you were just being nice. Uh, yes, well, anyway, let's finish with this one. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, it, it was a very big hit. Yes. Yeah, one of the few that still gets regularly played, I'd say. Yes, yes, you're right. I think you're probably right. Uh, other than the cover versions, I would say that this is probably the number one that uh, gets played. Yes, yes, still gets played a great deal. Because, because the singer... Well, she's still successful. Oh, she is indeed. Uh, oh, oh, Kylie. Yeah. Here we go then. Oh, yes. La, 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 Can't get you out of my head. It's more than you to think about. Just can't get you out of my head. More than I can think about. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. Oh, I don't think we can do any more. No, I think perhaps we should stop. Anyway, it's a shame, considering the name of the title. I wish I couldn't get the lyrics out of my head so we could sing it better. Yes, yes, well, you know, we should uh, get Kylie on the show and she'd do it properly. Oh, what could I do? Do you think she'd do that? I don't think so. <laughs> well, maybe if we ask nicely... Well, isn't that Paul from school now, huh? Yes, I believe so. But uh, he's always talking about her. Yeah, well, we'll have a word. Yes, yes, we'll, we'll have a word. Yeah, well, good, good. Right. Is that enough? That's quite enough, yes. Thank you, Yeti Uncle John. Oh, good, right. I just can't get you out of my head. It's more than a man to think about. I just can't get you out of my head. You know, I've, I haven't been on Paul the Shy Yeti's uh, little podcast in a long time. I don't know. Oh, yeah. That's perfectly normal. On the Shy Life podcast. Perfectly normal. <laughs> you know, sometimes I just really wonder about the show. I really do. Oh my god, is this show over with yet? Just the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Et voilà.